You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 503. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. We're kicking off episode 305, and today I want to talk about mindset, and specifically our mindset around our goals. We're heading into week three of January, and I want to know, how are your goals going? Are you sticking to those resolutions, or have you fallen off the wagon? If you've fallen off the wagon, that's totally fine. You can start again tomorrow. One of the most irritating things I'll say about New Year's is that for many people, when you start to go into that slump around day seven to 10, and you start to kind of fall off, that is when people start to feel bad about themselves. And the truth of it is, is that you can start a goal, a resolution, set an intention any time of the year. So as we go into week three, I want to encourage you to look at it with fresh eyes and let's start anew. And I want to help you do that today with a couple of thoughts. So first things first, you may have heard me speak about the slump before. If not, I'll give you a quick recap here. So when we eye a goal, we're like, that's where we want to go. That is exactly who I want to be, what I want my life to look like. When we see that, we're essentially at a certain other point in our life, right? So that goal seems a little far away and a little higher up than where we currently are. And what happens is, is we start to make momentum and move towards that goal. Then around day seven to 10, you fall into like this ravine. And now the goal seems even further away. And you're like, how do I get out of this? I know I want to do this, but I'm kind of stuck in my old habits. What it is is your brain has gone, yeah, that was really fun. Now day seven to 10, you're like, oh, now it's an actual lifestyle. We're really making this change. That's actually pretty uncomfortable, so let's go back. Let's go back to eating sugar. Let's sleep in today. Let's not read tonight. Let's not go to the gym. Whatever that is, and you start to kind of fall off the wagon. You fall down to this ravine. And you spend a lot of time, depending on where you're at, a lot of time in this this valley, if you will. You can still see your goal, but sometimes some clouds come over the valley, and sometimes you can see it, sometimes you can't. And for a lot of people, they'll either stay in this little area and keep on kind of trying, or they'll just go back, get out of the, get out of the valley there and go back and go, well, that goal was great, but maybe it's not for me. Or you have the other option where people will start to climb up the side of this ravine, this valley to get to where their goal is. And by getting there, that is the number one thing is that a lot of people on day seven to 10, they fall in, they fall off, they let the clouds come over and they stop. But if you can keep on going, you'll eventually get your goal and fall out, you know, get out of, climb out of that valley and that ravine. But here's the thing. The only way, in my opinion, to have a mindset to help you get out of that ravine and that valley is to be tracking your progress. 
if you think about it, if and I'm going to use diets because it's the easiest, right? If you're going to eat healthier, about day seven to 10, for some of you, that may be a, a catalyst, right? That may be an accelerated cycle where it's three days instead. But about day seven to 10, when your brain starts to go, wait a minute, this is a real thing. This is uncomfortable. You stop tracking. It's uncomfortable, so you stop tracking. Or you've never tracked to begin with and you're kind of white knuckling it, right? You're going, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this today, I'm gonna do this day, and you're keeping it all in your brain and then as soon as something crazy happens at work or the kids get in trouble at school or whatever it may be, whatever fire drill comes up, that wipes that from your brain and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. I could really just go, oh, there's a free donut there. Yes, please. And you eat it without even thinking. And then you've missed your goals. And then you weren't really tracking it because you were keeping it all in your head. So if you want to get beyond the seven to 10 days that fall down and start climbing up, I highly recommend a mindset around tracking and reporting. And this is why it's a mindset. Because I know for a lot of people, the idea of answering to a tracker or reporting to somebody feels a little bit like, well, no, this is my goal. I'm going to do it and I don't need help. But the truth of the matter is that a lot of us need help. And that's not saying you have to report it to anybody. What that's saying is, is that if you are tracking it for you, you are holding yourself accountable. And every day that you do those check marks that you kept your goal, the more evidence that comes to your brain that this lifestyle is actually a good thing, you can do it. And it's okay if it's hard because you have a great momentum going and you can maintain and start climbing that wall to get to your goal. And I, it's funny because I want to say, are you tracking with me here? And it's hilarious because ironically, this episode was all about tracking. <laughs> but that said, like, are you tracking with me here? You understand where I'm saying about this. So many of us have a mindset that we have to do it on our own or that we're going to stick to this, but we don't track it. There's a reason why meal plans and dietitians, nutritionists, people, they will put you in a meal plan and they'll ask you to record everything you ate. It's not to make sure that you're very, very strict. It's to make sure that you are holding yourself accountable and paying attention because paying attention, which is where this comes into mindset as well, is the first step. How often have you set a goal and then mindlessly did something that undermines it? Because if it's a goal for a reason, it means it's a, there's a habit or something that you need to break to be able to get there. So if you just mindlessly reach for the M&Ms that are for free or the Skittles or whatever that are on your coworker's desk and you're like, oh crap, I wasn't going to eat sugar. It's because you're not mindfully paying attention and chances are probably you're not tracking and paying attention. So that's what I want to dive into a little bit deeper today. That's the high level, the importance of tracking and kind of what that looks like to get a goal that you're climbing for that day seven to 10, your brain goes, wait a minute, this is legit. This is scary. You kind of fall down into that ravine and that valley. Lights and fog and things can kind of go over and you may not see your goal anymore. For a lot of people, they just live in that space or they go backwards. But for people like you and me, with tracking and reporting, we can start to climb up the side of this ravine, up to the top of the mountain, which is where our goal is. And the funny thing is, is that it kind of goes flat, it drops down, and then it goes up and then there's it plateaus and there's your goal. That same exact cycle happens on the other side of the goal when here you are, you're like, okay, what's my new goal? 
You're going to go seven to 10 days, drop into the ravine, climb up the cliff, go to the next goal. And that habit repeats. But with awareness of it, with tracking and reporting, you can move through that cycle so much faster and get your goals so much quicker. So next level piece of this is I'm going to share an example, a story, of course, about how tracking and reporting really helped me accomplish something that was so hard, so hard, so hard, in fact, that the title of the challenge was 75 hard. So if you've heard me talk about this before, I've given a little bit of details on it, but I really want to dive into it today to really share and highlight the importance of tracking and reporting. So that said, eight minutes in, let's dive in. (laughs) So 75 hard. What that is, is it's a challenge, a mental toughness challenge put on by Andy Frazella. He has a podcast. I, I don't really listen to it, but what I have heard is pretty good. And I've listened to the 75 hard episodes, of course, and those are phenomenal really like his no-nonsense attitude and the concept of you just got to do it. You've got to get it done without any compromise. I think one of the biggest traps that we fall into, unfortunately, is this concept of everything in moderation. I agree with that to a point. When it comes to getting your goals, you shouldn't moderate that. If your goal is to not eat sugar, Stop eating sugar. Use tracking and reporting to help you. Don't beat yourself up up if you fall off the wagon, but commit. Don't say, oh yeah, I'm going to eat less sugar so I can eventually get to no sugar. You're just shortchanging yourself. You're trying to trick your brain into saying I'm sugar-free without the commitment of being sugar-free. You're trying to say, oh yeah, I'm going to start listening to some podcasts and I'm I'm going to start reading and if I don't do it, I mean, that's okay. I'm going to give myself a little bit of a, a little bit of leeway and I get that, but there's self-care and there's self-sabotage. And personally, when you give yourself those chicken exits, you're self-sabotaging. It's better to commit than to track and report so you can follow through and build evidence that you can reach your goals. Then give yourself a chicken exit out that, oh, I'm just going to slowly wean myself off or slowly build up. And then when you kind of fall off the wagon, because you will, because you're not tracking reporting and you've given yourself an out, you weren't really committed to begin with. I've heard people say that. Oh, you know, maybe I just wasn't really that committed to that goal. What? It's a goal. Go for it. So coming back around full circle, 75 hard. So what 75 hard is, is it is a mental toughness challenge. It's not about, there are physical components, but it's not so much about the meal plan or the workouts. It's about committing and not compromising for your goals, which is huge. So what it is, is it is two workouts a day for 45 minutes a piece. One of those workouts has to be outside. The reason being, regardless of the weather, that's a chicken exit for a lot of people. They say they want to work out every day and then when it's raining outside or it's snowing, They're like, oh, no, maybe I'll just sleep in. It's some bad weather. And they give themselves an out. But if you're committed, you find a way to work out, whether it's running up and down the stairs inside your house or even just walking or just marching while you're watching TV for 45 minutes. And if it's an outside one, in my case, I walked in rain and snow just across my back porch for 45 minutes. 
just walked. No big deal. Doesn't have to be this crazy workout thing. It's just moving your body, right? So you have to have one that's outside for 45 minutes, which is the no excuses. You have to stick to a meal plan that you have laid out or a, a diet, I should say, that you've laid out and that you aren't compromising on, meaning no cheat meals. So for 75 days straight, you need to work out two times a day. One has to be outside. You have to stick to a diet and or meal plan without any cheats. No cheat days, no cheat meals for 75 days. Now I'm going to pause right there because I know in your head, some of you just went, I could never do that. I want you to pay attention to those thoughts. Why couldn't you? Chances are it's because anytime you've tried something even close to this, you've given yourself chicken exits and you haven't tracked and report, reported to hold yourself accountable. You, just like you are capable of having happiness abound, you are capable of achieving your goals. You are capable of doing hard and weird challenges like 75 hard. So I don't want you to shortchange yourself and be like, oh, I could never do this. Because you can't. And you, by telling yourself you can't, you're solidifying that you can't and that you're not even going to try, which is so mind-boggling. And I can say that because I can't tell you how many people I would say that I was doing this, this challenge to, and they would say, oh, I could never do that. The other funny thing is, is when I was researching to go into 75 Hard, I found a couple of podcasts and one of them, I don't remember which one it was, and I don't want to call anybody out either. But one of them, she was, she was talking about how she tried 75 hard and how it was really good, but it was just a lot and it was a hard time in her life right then. And I was like, that's a chicken exit. You've got to try again. You got to try again until you can do the actual challenge because life is going to come no matter what. And if work gets busy or you get sick or something happens, life is going to happen. So how important is that goal and how committed are you? And to stay committed, tracking and reporting, right? So going back to what 75 hard is. So the two workouts, the meal plan, drinking a gallon of water a day, taking a progress picture every day, and reading 10 pages of a business or personal development nonfiction book. Doing that every single day for 75 days. I've done it. And it was hard. During that time, I had unexpected travel come up for work and client meals and concerts that I had to go to for client work. And I couldn't eat any of the great dinners. Couldn't have any of the free food. I had to wake up at 3 a.m. one day to go walk outside the front of a hotel before going to visit the client for the full day and then immediately going straight to the airport. I had to walk outside the front of the hotel at 3 a.m. to make sure everything was prepped and ready because I needed to be committed and I was not going to give up. And the only way that I was able to survive 75 hard, and there's phases, there's 75 hard and then there's phase one. And I am now on, I've finished phase one and I'm actually starting phase two tomorrow. So that'll be really good. But that said, Tracking and reporting was the only thing that saved me on this because I knew that I was accountable for my list. I knew I was accountable for those checks and each check mark was me going after what I wanted, which at that time, and now again, starting on Monday, the goal is to complete 75 days without compromise. 
And I can't even begin to tell you how much clarity mentally and emotionally, how much changes and transformation happened physically. I lost 30 pounds during that time frame. And I've had a lot of people be like, wait, what? You lost 30 pounds? I don't know where it was, but it lost. It was gone. And it was, it's awesome. Right. And so there's this concept of the 75 hard, which is to commit to your goal and to do it for 75 days. And once you can do it for 75 days, your brain has evidence that you can do things that a lot of people think they can't do. You can do things that you have committed to and you have evidential proof through your tracking and reporting that you can achieve your goals. Now, I'm not saying, hey, everybody, let's go out and do 75 hard. Not saying that. What I am saying is that I have seen the value of tracking and reporting to help me achieve something that felt at the beginning nearly impossible. It really felt impossible. And in fact, I knew several people who had done 75 hard or had attempted it and had failed. And that was really hard. Like, oh my gosh, goodness, what are we, what am I getting into here? But through tracking and reporting and the mindset of, I don't need to remember all of this every single day. I can write it down and I can track it and I can report it. Every two weeks for me was what I reported on. I can report it and really I reported it to myself. I wrote after every two weeks, I wrote on the back three things I learned within that two week time frame from doing 75 hard. That was my reporting. But through that, I now have evidential proof and I'm excited to do it again because it's a lifestyle now. It has now become a goal or what started as a goal has become a habit and a routine. And for many of us, that's what we want our goals to be. So the mindset around getting your goals really hones into tracking and reporting. Now, if you're interested in learning about all the little nitty gritty details of 75 hard, being what strategy did I use? What meal plan? What were my workouts? What books did I read? How did my life really transform? Oh my gosh, it transformed in so many amazing ways. My work career took off. My emotional clarity was better than it had ever been. I was firing on all cylinders, keeping up energy all throughout the day. Like so many wonderful things that happened because of doing 75 hard and going after this goal. So that said, if you want those details, let me know. I'm happy to create a podcast episode purely on that. But as we look at this concept of your identity plus your vision plus your mindset plus leadership equaling happiness and getting your goals, the mindset of tracking and reporting is everything to getting your goals. So that said, I have a nifty little tracking and reporting sheet. It's super easy. What it has is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It has nine components on it, blank spaces. And then it has little boxes that say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And on that, it shows it for two weeks. And you can write in what it is you want to do every day. So in my case, with 75 hard, I have workout one, workout two, a gallon of water, progress picks, progress picture, and maintained meal plan, read 10 pages. And then I also added three more because you know it's me. I've also added that I want to journal every day. I want to say my declarations every day, which I do. And I want to visualize. I want to use my vision board every single day, which I do for the most part, but I want to make sure I'm committed for 75 days straight. So I have this nifty little tracker that you can fill in what your goals are. 
and you can track them for two weeks straight and then repeat the tracker. So pretty handy, pretty nifty. I'm really excited about it. And it's what I used the first time around for 75 hard. And I'm using it again for this round of 75 hard. And I'm doing 75 hard with my husband and he's using his own tracker that is set up for him on this, but it's the same tracking template. I say this because I want to help you get your goals. Whether it's 75 hard or not, part of this is the mindset of tracking and reporting. And let's be honest, you have people who are so into tracking and reporting that it's Excel spreadsheets and do this and do this and I'm gonna check in every single day. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it can feel a little overwhelming for some. And for others, writing out your to-do list every single day can also be overwhelming. So using a two-week tracker and just checking it off before you go to bed is an easy way to build that evidence, to maintain your momentum, and to reach towards your goals. And at the end of every two weeks, you can write on the back what you've learned or how you've grown in that two-week time frame, and it really provides that growth opportunity and that evidence that, yes, I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm getting closer and closer to my goal. So that said, I want to offer you this template and I'm going to offer it to those who are members of my Facebook group for free. So if you would like this free template tracker, I want to encourage you to go to facebook.com groups slash happiness abounders. If you are a happiness abounder and you'd like this template, be sure to go to the Facebook group. I will have it there under files or probably be one of the first posts that you see and you will be able to access and download this tracker and customize it for you. Because tracking and reporting is everything, is the ideal mindset for achieving your goals. So I'm gonna be checking in with you guys on terms of how 75 hard goes this next round. That's phase three, no two, sorry, phase two. I did foundation, phase one, now we are starting phase two. Gets a little confusing that way, but that's okay. I didn't set up those rules or naming conventions, but I'm happy to check in with you on those and let you know my progress. Happy to provide more details about how I accomplished and the strategies behind accomplishing the first 75 and then next 30 days. So foundation and phase one. If you're interested, let me know. You can let me know in the Facebook group. Again, facebook.com slash group slash happiness abounders. Or you can find me on other social media channels, specifically Instagram at happiness underscore bound. I'm also on Twitter, YouTube, um, new on TikTok, just posted a whole bunch of jokes there for fun. And so if you like corny jokes from Disneyland, go check out my TikTok. It's happiness underscore abound. And I'm pretty much everywhere. You can also find me at happinessabound.com to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you'd just like to hear some of the strategies around things, or let me know like, hey, you need to do an episode on that. So that said, I know I've been talking a lot, but I hope that this episode has helped. I don't want it to be me talking about my successes and my stories. I want it to be an educational experience so you can see that I'm just a normal everyday person and through tracking and reporting, through this identity, this vision, this mindset and leadership formula, I am able to achieve my goals and I hope that that learning and my experiences can help you too. So that said, I hope that you have a wonderful week I hope that you are able to track and report on your goals and start anew if you have dropped your goals from the new year. Don't beat yourself up about it. Let's move into this next phase by tracking and reporting. You can download that free tracking template on the Facebook group. But above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. 
Do you want to end the cycle of feeling frustration, shame, stress, and guilt? You know what I'm talking about. The cycle of beating yourself up for not being the perfect mom, spouse, or entrepreneur. Do you crave deeper connections with your spouse, your kids, and, dare I say it, yourself? If only you could control the ever-growing to-do list and other priorities running through your mind at all times. Do you wish you had more balance between your life and business? What if you could fall asleep, feeling at peace, and knowing your best was good enough? If those sound like things you want in your life, send me an email at taylor at happinessabound.com. I'd be honored to be able to help you achieve your dream life.